All right, Pop. LeBron James, is he going to turn? Will he tarnish his legacy if he continues to switch teams? What do you think? Yes. Yes. Um, if you, you know, one thing I love about LeBron is that he's a student of the game. So if you're a student of the game, all of the special guys, regardless of what kind of team they put together, they stuck around, you know what I'm saying? They waited for management to make them better or make their teams better, you know what I'm saying? So I think that, um, you know, team hopping is black. Um, on top of the fact that he chose that team, you know what I'm saying? He chose that team. And so I really have to question what's really going on behind our doors because and if you really think about it, if you're a basketball purist, right, and I mean purist where you look at the stats, you want to know who's doing what, even the analytics. Bobby Hood traded from Utah, right, midseason. He was averaging, like, I want to say 17 points in the last five games he hit, he had, right? And that's in the Western Conference, right, the toughest conference. He averaged over 17, right, with doing 20 in, in the night sometimes, right? Uh, the other kid, um, the other kid uh, from L.A., um, I can't, I was just name escapes me right now. Um, he was putting up numbers. He was actually the leading scorer of the Lakers, um, I think, right before um, uh, All-Star break. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, and, or, or it was him and Kuzma, you know what I'm saying? Jordan Clarkson, you know, he was, he was leading them in scoring. They ain't really had no punch. You know what I mean? Ball wasn't doing nothing. Kid Randall had a great, better season after the, the second half or after um, uh, uh, the All-Star break, right? So you got Carson. You had – and then they had Larry Vance Jr. that came over from the L.A. Who's the energy guy? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it's, it's – you got to look at about the, you got to look at those things. Um, you bring over guys as – Averaging probably between them maybe 50 points, they could have used that 50 points in the finals. So, what's really going on? You know what I'm saying? Um, what, how do you let a guy like Kyrie go? You know what I mean? Like, how do you let someone like that get out of get, get away from you? I mean, they don't have a championship if they don't have Kyrie. Let's be honest. Brown was balling, he, he, had, he did the block at the, you know, at the other end, he blocked $80 shots to set up the, the three pointer from, from um, Kyrie. But, you know, all of those things have to be looked at. You know what I mean? And um, I think that the team that he took to the finals is commendable because he took a ragtag team to the finals. But those guys are all NBA players, man. They're professionals. And let's be clear, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, he's a bum. This is, he's a bum. He's garbage. Let me tell you something. T.J. McConnell, the Sixers backup point guard, he can dunk the ball. You know what I'm saying? You have to be exceptional. It's what? Uh, 30 teams, maybe? 32? I don't know, offhand. So out of those players, you got maybe like 150, 200 guys. So he is one of the top 200 guys in the world. When you make it to the league, nigga, you as a league. You know what I'm saying? The garbage is ball on the, on the bench to, to, you know, like Mike niggas. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not a joke, man. It's not a game. Like, 
it's a reason why Jews they got these other leagues and Jews go to Europe because there's things missing in the game. When you get to the league, man, you have a specialty that you can do. So I'm saying this to say that LeBron, yes, great player, great example of a black man because he, you know, throwing his money, he doesn't cheat on his wife, he's never in the news for no bullshit. But I mean, from a basketball standpoint, you can't win one game. I got a problem with that. So yeah, I think his legacy, you know, if he goes to Lakers, I won't respect it. I, I won't respect. It. I can't respect it because I'm like I'm an '80s baby. You know what I'm saying? I watch Isaiah suffer in for years before they put that team together. For years, man. You know what I'm saying? I watched Mike for years get beat up. You know what I mean? You know, Lakers not not really because they always just quick. But you know, I mean, I watch Akeem. You know what I'm saying? They put that team together. So, you know, you never know what you did. You never know what can happen in the playoffs, man, because you got to play the games, right? And everybody's good, and somebody can be clicking at the right time. So you stay with Cleveland. You get in there, and you're like, yo, this is what I need, man. This is what I need to get over the hump. You know what I'm saying? We got us to the dance. We got us, what, three, four games away from winning the whole thing, man. You know what I mean? So... I think that's commendable. I, I, you know, I think LeBron is, is a great player because of that. One of the best to ever do it. Definitely not better than Mike. But, yeah, I think his legacy will be messed up. Because if you notice, guys will go to other teams because their teams are trade them. Not because they have free agency. And free agency wasn't like that in the 80s and 90s. Well, maybe in the 90s, but not in the 80s. So whatever the team is on, you stuck. And he had to make it work, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, you know, he's, he's uh, part point guard, uh, part GM, you know what I'm saying, and the best guy on the team, man. So he can make it happen. It's up to him, man. But, you know, I was saying to you before, I think that guys more so than ever and people are starting to have um, lose respect for him. You know what I'm saying? Because he moved up front and we ain't never said that before. So, yeah, that's my opinion on that. I don't, I don't think that Kobe. Um, I guess, I guess his comments on LeBron was more so, uh, do as I say and not do as I do. Um, I don't, I don't see where um, Kobe comments towards him, you know, applies because I don't think Kobe actually handled situations. Like him, I I don't think Kobe is a, a team player more than LeBron. You know what I'm saying? I think LeBron gets crucified for being a team player. Let's talk about that that possession when he had Steph Curry. A lot of people were wanted him to drive on Steph. Uh, I mean, on on Steph and actually, you know, keep the ball. But he made he passed the ball to the open player that set up the free throw to be missed. That set up dumbass Jr. doing what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't really understand. Yeah, I didn't really understand what Kobe was coming from. Kobe, Kobe to me was a dick eater off of off of Mike. Like, I, it just that's just I'm you know, not respecting, but he just modeled everything after Mike. I mean, it's 2018. Motherfuckers can be their own. Though? Is it really dick eating? Because I think about it. All right, my era coming up in the 80s, you know, Kobe was the greatest player of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, Lonnie Young Center, you know, I'm talking purely from an uptown point of view, whoever's listening, that's a part of Philadelphia, that uh, was kind of in between aff- affluent blacks and middle-income blacks, right? 
These cats be out there with Jordan sleeves, and they had near injury. You know what I'm saying? So Mike's influence was so dope, like so crazy. That's why. That's what to me makes him so great and puts him on a different level is that his influence culturally was like no one, no other. Because especially in a time where you didn't have the internet, you know, everything was magazine-wise. You know, I thought about this the other day, how, you know, I'm 46 years old, and I'm an information guy. I love stats. You know, I need need to know what's going on. And I used to have to go, you know, before NBA, I was a big college guy. I've always been a good college guy. And there was a magazine called Street and Smith that would get and it would come out in like August, and it would tell you the projections of who was going to do what for the upcoming college season. And the NBA used to do the same thing: Street Smith, NBA. And it would be very detailed. I mean, from every player on the roster, they would talk about their strengths, their weaknesses, and everything. Right. So, Mike influenced a culture without there being anything to build off of us. Because anybody going to IG now and you know build their brand or whatever, it was. That it was the difference of of, of how of these other players. Everyone wanted to be like Mike for real. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about to the tongue, to the jump shot, to the way he played. You know, if you really, really think about it, Mike brought the flair to the game that no one else did, right? And then a couple years later, or maybe 10, 15 years later, and one changed the game. That's when they started doing heavies and, you know, they really got tricky with their game, with their handles and all that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, Kobe, I won't say he's a dick eater. I would say that he was heavily influenced because, think about it, he was over in Italy when all this shit was popping off. So he was getting tapes from his grandfather of these games. So he's in a farmland, don't really know nobody. They don't really know, respect him. So he, all he can do is play basketball. Right, and so he's watching the tapes and emulating exactly what Mike did. I don't, I don't really even think Dick Bader applies to another man unless they're the same age. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I, I really don't. I don't know. His mannerisms just matched him a little bit too much. Like I'm inspired by people, but. I don't know when he shaved the head and went twenty four and just looking at just how the fadeaways and all. I don't know. He just. I don't know. I remember. Remember, around that time, that's when he got caught on that Denver rape case. Right. So, think about this. Before that case, right, he had no tattoos. He, um, yeah, he had no tattoos, right? He had the, he had the afro. His whole handle changed up after that case. His whole handle. I don't know if there was something is is um. Uh, Asian told him to do, who is Rob Polinka, you know, now the GM for the Lakers, right? So I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. Um, I didn't know he changed, right? So, yeah, you know what I mean? Kobe's a funny-ass dude, you know what I mean? But in terms of basketball, um, as far as the, like, LeBron comment, I think, that's what I was saying, you know, everybody can play in the league, you know what I mean? It's, it's guys like Blues. You know, guys guys are, you know what I mean, they're, they're, they're players, man. They can ball off. You know, it's just the, you know, the, the, whoever's pushing you, you know what I'm saying, whether they're going to follow you or not. You know, and I think LeBron might have lost his team. You know, but as far as that, 
that play that led up to the play. I think if you really look at LeBron's style of play, a lot of his play is um, is set up. So he's a guy that needs to come, that he might handle the ball and bring it down, pass it off, and get it back. The best person that I've ever seen do that is Steph Curry. They'll give up the ball and then reposition himself, which is brilliant. It's brilliant. You know what I'm saying? What he did in the finals was brilliant. Even though KD got the chip or got the, the, uh, the MVP, Man, Steph was brilliant in his fucking in the in the finals. Brilliant, you know what I mean. But um, I don't know. I hope that answers your question, man. I know I'm being long-winded. <laughs> no, you, no, you <laughs> good. No, you good. Um, now I I see that. Uh, I think Drake might be sneak dissing Pusha. I I ain't really trying to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> Like if you ain't if you ain't addressing this man dead on, I'm not trying to hear none of that shit. Yeah, man, listen. Outside of wherever Pusha T lives or wherever he you know be chilling at, whatever. Outside of Drake coming in and Hawks speaking in his face, he ain't nothing happening. The damage is done. The damage is done. You know the old head fucked it up. Oh, yeah, I heard about Jake Prince. Though. Yeah, I heard about that. He fucked it up. I heard about that. He fucked I it up. Like, Which is some real funny style shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're a grown man. Why are you listening to this man? Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I'm like indifferent. My, my thing is this. It's like, like you my pop. You know what I'm saying? So if your old head tell you like, look, Listen, we gon' we gonna dead this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't gonna we ain't gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the era where if your old head tell you to chill, you chill. You know what I mean? So that ain't my problem. You know what I mean? The problem is nowadays none of these niggas, these these old they old heads dumb as shit. So they old heads ain't even giving them like the right information. That's all these niggas is getting killed. But my problem is, nigga, don't go in a press run telling us how good the fucking record is, and if he put the shit out, niggas is going to be over. Nigga, don't say none of that shit. Like, now you, now you piping the shit. Now you, now, now you opening the door for niggas to come at you disrespectfully. You know the internet don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like now you, now you drawn. You could have just kept it at. Listen, this shit was getting ugly. It was about to get on some street shit. I told him to chill, and that's all it was. You know what I'm saying? But for you to go around acting like he got the fucking ether that the world ain't gonna never hear, nah, bro. And then you know Drake good for sneak dissing. I ain't trying to hear no sneak dissing shit, my nigga. Like, you you missed me with that. I was riding with you up into that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you better not, your whole album better not have nothing to do with no sneak dissing because I can't respect it as a man. This nigga came for your family tree and all that shit. You ain't addressed this nigga? Like, nah, bro, nah, no way. And I, I gotta absolutely agree with you. Like leave shit alone. Yeah, if you wanna leave it alone, leave it alone. Right. Don't 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 start popping Stand shit. Doing them words. Yeah, don't start popping Stand shit. Because niggas nah, ain't trying to hear that. Because you know. Nah, and you know, I mean, yeah, Drake's been exposed, but man, Drake is beloved by these sisters out here. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? So oh. never... Well, I don't know. Nah. I don't know, because a lot of a lot of women looking at him different. That kid shit ain't no ain't to fuck with. You know, what's the worst thing a, a, a fucking female hate? A deadbeat ass nigga. Like that's the that's the oh, wait a minute. Hold on now. He never yeah. said he was deadbeat. He just said he wasn't, you know, claiming. You know what I mean? That nigga said that nigga said they like you dude, you the border patrol. Let that boy come home. That shit don't sound good. <laughs> that shit don't sound good. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. 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 I'm not g
Listen, I, and I might be, I might be drawn because I listen to that album every day. All seven songs. You know what I'm saying? It's fire. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's fire. It is crazy. And the things that he is saying to him are not acceptable. Not acceptable. Yeah, I mean, it is not acceptable at all. Not, you know, the way we know Drake. You know what I'm saying? But the shit he is saying... Oh my lord! You know what I mean. And, like, and another thing, yeah. another thing is, we Drake created this shit. Mm-hmm. It's been four days, nigga. Where y'all at? I drove, mm-hmm. came here in the rave playing AR app. So like, when you don't respond, mm-hmm. it's like that shit make you look like you know. I still think Drake shit was better. I just feel as though his shit was more oh, disrespectful. Do. I do think it was better. I, I do think the shit was better because for real, for real, it was all propaganda. We don't really know about this shit. It was like, you know, he killed him on some... We thought he was going to kill him on some straight bars. He killed him on some, like, you know, some, like, rumors type shit. Some, like, you know what I mean? We don't know if it is true or not. We still don't know to this point. It's like, he ain't really... He killed him with the with the extra shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he ain't, kill, he ain't killing bar for bar like we know he could go. Like I feel like that shit was to come, but he he deaded him on that on that little shit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like Drake is known to sneak dish niggas and and talk heavy. Because of that shit, it's gonna be hard to kind of like digest that shit because you didn't address this man and he came for your man. He said your man dying. Like yo, like you can't. <laughs> yeah, he went all the way left with that motherfucker. Yeah, like he took the gloves off. Yeah, like yeah, he took the gloves off. No, I ain't no coming back from that. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not. There's certain things that you like. I mean, like with me, he couldn't come back from what Drake did to him. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he could have. I just I think, don't think he had it in him. I don't. I think Meek is, is. I think Meek is who he is. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think Meek is creative enough to be able to come back and get him. sense of in the overall in the grand scheme of things i still think drake record was better um but 
I just feel as though like the the he the you know the he say she say shit got the best of him and him not responding. But the old head fucked it up. Like niggas was still rocking, but the old head started saying, "Oh yeah, it was, he was going to end them, and he would have been ether. It would have been no, no, no. It's like old oh, head. Yeah, shut That's the fuck what up. I don't like too, right? Shut up, old head. That's another thing, right? You tell him not to say nothing, and then you get on the radio and doing mad interviews. Mad interviews. Yeah. Yeah, if it's dead, it's dead. Yeah, if dead, leave it alone. Why is you? Why you? What? What? You look like some nut ass. Yeah, it look. You do like a nut ass old head. You know what I'm saying? Because basically, like, listen, I put the word, I put the murder down game, or put the murder game down, and y'all mean the boy listening to what I had to tell him. But if it was me, yeah. If it was me, I had to be like, listen, I hear what you're saying, but this nigga came at my mom, he came at my man, you know what I'm saying, he talked about my son, if this is true, you talking about my kid, my seed, nigga, no, fuck that, I'm not stopping, and it is going to be, if it, if it, what may say, if it lead to the guns, then that be that, <laughs> Drake ain't going out. <laughs> oh no, but every every bitch ass nigga, but every bitch ass nigga got a shooter. I mean, come on, it's twenty eighteen. Right. Yeah, yeah, but okay, yeah, I'm sure he does. But I mean, why? But no, but no, push it. But but no, but push. Not this. Is what I don't understand. Push did millions of interviews saying that this shit. For one, he been beefing with fucking cash money for seven years. You know, this ain't no new shit. Like, I mean, right. he been so said so this shit ain't nothing. Yeah, he said. Okay. Yeah, but he but he said it ain't nothing. Like, it's just, he, it's just rap. Like, the nigga ain't never said, listen, right. if I see Drake, I'm smack shot. Like, he never was on that type time. He ain't like on no. Yeah, he ain't never on that type time. He just on some shit like this is just rap. Like, what's up? Yeah. So, if he nigga say it's just rap, why you ain't. I mean, for real, for real, Drake wants some bitch-ass shit. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm a Drake fan. He wants some bitch-ass shit. Because cause he ain't want no smoke with Kendrick. Like, any nigga that's going to give me some comp, he don't want no smoke with. He ain't want no smoke with Kendrick. He ain't want no smoke with Pusha, obviously. And it's like Joe I mean, Buttons, he gave... This, huh? Didn't we know that Drake was, was you know, a funny-ass dude? I no, cause he he was on some hip hop shit. Like everybody thought, Nick, niggas thought that Meek was gonna get him out of here. He got Meek to be like he bullied Meek. So like, like he be, he was bullying niggas. He bullied Common. Like he was bullying right, niggas. But that was off of that was on the strength of the music. That's what now I'm saying. That's it. That's it. Nah, but you keep it music. Like like Drake and them niggas took it like it was going deeper than rap. When really them niggas could have he could have responded. Like you not responding making it seem like it was gonna be deeper than rap. Like, and all this other extra shit. But you're going to yeah, sneak this. Huh? Yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. I guess I'm, you know, far, too far of a move. But I didn't, I didn't get that. The whole I'm shutting it down that. because it's going, it's, get, it's, it's getting out of hand to another level. How? He been dissing nigga, y'all niggas for like seven years. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. And if it's getting to that other, other level, then nigga, you need to follow up. Because you got an album coming out. His album out. His album hot. Like, this nigga good. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like his album, no Drake still need to drop. Like unless he reconfiguring that album, like there's no reason why he ain't he he ain't drop. You know what I mean? And I feel like he switched his whole album. I don't like that new record either. I don't like that I'm up upset shit. I don't I don't fuck with that. <laughs> you know what's funny? Your sister, you know she's been out of school and um you know trying to hook up a job and all that. 
and turning and all that. And so I've been watching the reruns of Degrassi. So, of course, I showed her that the other day, and she went berserk. You know, he's a, he's a kid's kind of hip, you know, rapper. Man. Yeah, I don't, I didn't even understand like that him. shit. I didn't understand that shit at yeah. all. I didn't yeah, get that at all. You know, he's for the kids. I man. never watched that you shit. You know, when I listen to Pusha T joint, you know, I heard something from Gilly today, right? I love Gilly, man. I think he's a real boy. And plus, it's hard to reinvent yourself, man, when you've been something else. You know what I mean? It's really hard. So I love that dude. But he was, I caught him, you know, he was rhyming. everything ain't about that anymore it's not about just putting out music anymore motherfuckers gotta be like into you and if you the the great the great thing about this day and age in hip-hop is the the direct-to-consumer game is where if you build your own fan base up or your own legacy your fans can buy your shit jazzy jeff got an album you know i mean nobody talking about that shit you know what i'm saying but his fans love it But I mean, it's the roots type ordeal. Like it ain't like the Black Thought. Like Black Thought ain't on a. He is on there, but he's not on there. If you if if you see what I'm saying, like it ain't like it ain't like the. It's the roots. Like he's a part of the roots. Like you know what I'm saying. He's the head motherfucker, but but not him. Like in general, like you know what I'm saying. Like if I put out if I put out an episode if I'm on if I'm on a podcast for Wrestle Cave or not or if this person is on there or not. If this person on there or not, motherfuckers still gonna listen to it because it's no one's bigger than the show. No one's bigger than the podcast. No one's bigger than the roots. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the niggas, the roots is the roots. Like, you know what I mean? He come out with his own shit. Niggas ain't really, you know what I mean? And and, and then and then a lot of niggas don't want to hear that type shit. Like, motherfuckers is dumb. Like niggas don't want to hear it. Like niggas don't want to hear that yeah. shit. It's crazy because I'm driving home. And he's saying some wild shit. Like, he's talking about fans for Nan, um, who is a brother that that talks about race and his complexion and how to maneuver in the world, being like a light-skinned cat and looking white. And, I mean, he just, he, he just brings... He's talking about people that these young cats just don't know. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I agree with you. Like, he... I would damn near say two things. When he rhymes, he's rhyming over people's heads. Completely. Like, Completely. And then also, I would also say that he's probably the second most famous member in his group. Right? Because Questlove is the guy. Everybody knows Questlove. Right. I'm tired of y'all disrespecting this man. That man... No, nah, I respect him. I, I respect him. And like I said, it ain't about the music anymore. It's not just about the music. You got to be into the person. Like, I'm not yeah. into him as a person. So 
I don't give a fuck. It don't matter how. And then, if, and then when you rap, then when you rap, I don't understand you, cause like you're light years ahead of me. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. Maybe, maybe now I've been doing more reading and 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 getting in my bag and shit. Cause now I'm, you know, I'm building this platform. So you got you 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 constantly on a you constantly searching for knowledge and constantly searching to try to grow. Um, maybe I'll listen to it now, but you know, you, you gotta think like you was putting me on shit like way before, like I was like, yeah, there's no reason why I'm listening to reasonable doubt. And I'm like five, six, like, oh, what the, what the fuck I know about that? You know what I'm saying? Like you put me on shit super early, super shit that just planting seeds and I had to go back and listen to it and be like, oh shit, this is what Ho was talking about. It's like, you got to be at that certain level. You got to be a certain type of person that just, listen, I'm going to turn on Black Thought today. Like, I never heard a nigga say, I never heard a nigga say, yo, I'm about to dump this Black Thought album. Never. I'm pushing 30. I've never heard a man say that shit. Other than you. I never heard nobody outside of you. I swear swear to God. Niggas ain't checking for that. I mean, you know, it's my responsibility, but parents' responsibility to you know, turn their kids on to something that's going to teach them some things. Now, I'm going to tell you why, you know, I had you listening to Reasonable Doubt. Just because, I mean, you just, I already knew he was one of the greatest from that album. So, you know, it's just like how my mother, their grandmother, would have Earth, Wind, and Fire playing and the, the, the vinyl, you know, stacked up so I can look through them and go through the the covers, you know, it's each one teach one thing, you know what I mean? I, I don't think that you ever got into thought, uh, which I never understood because, you know, you was MC. I thought, you know, thought is a purest MC. But one criticism of him, he just talked about, he, he spits over people's heads sometimes. And, uh, hey, listen, catch up. You know what I mean? You, you shouldn't be dumbing this shit down. But yeah, I expose your hove and them cats because that's what you know, that's what was the, that was the heat. You know what I mean? And it was actually an ill, we talked about this too, maybe like a year ago. That was such an ill contrast with what Puppy was doing. You know what I mean? And Bagan was doing, as opposed to Jen. Because Bagan was celebrating or talking about getting money, or, you know, getting their weight or, you know, selling their weight to that key or 30 keys or whatever. Home was talking about the perils of being a hustler. That's why I hit everybody so hard, because it was like, he wasn't like, you know, he was talking about how much money he's getting and Cartier glasses and all that. But he also was talking about, you know, sleeping with one eye open like CBS, CBS. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Goddamn. I sleep with one eye open like CBS. You see, I stress, right? I mean, come on. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? This is totally different. He's talking about Jurassic Park. And then you and then and you talk about belly, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it was totally different shit. So uh, wait, wait, wait. What was the what was the bar when he's? What, why did he say one eye open like CVS? Like what? Well, the whole even with the start of it, right? People take. I don't think people really analyze things or really sit with things. You do, but the album opens up. It's a quote from Scarface, but nigga. The album opens up with his heart beating, meaning he's the guy there listening and is about to step into another world. You know what I'm saying? It's a different world. You know, whatever Scarface went through in uh, Cuba is what he went through. Now he's in America. 
It's the wild, wild fucking west out here in Miami. They don't even have enough cops to deal with the shit that they're going through. You seen the Miami Jones, man, the cocaine cowboy shit. This shit was real out there, you know what I mean? And so he's in a room with a dude he don't know. You know what I'm saying? About to take on some weight or get ready to do a piece of work with some people. He already said, told his man, yo, I don't like fucking, um, I don't like the uh, Colombian balls. You know what I'm saying? Who was the balls? Were they Colombians or, uh, I can't remember. But he already said, I don't like the balls. So he's sitting in that room and his heart is beating. Because nigga, I don't know what's really going on. I'm listening to you and I'm staying focused and, you know what I mean? But I'm really shook daddy right now. Like, I really don't know what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? That's really what it is. I don't care if you're tough or not. When you're sitting in that room and you're about to do something with somebody and you don't really know them and you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Anything can happen. It's crazy. So to me, the album was about paranoia. It wasn't about celebrating and getting money and I'm wearing Cartier glasses and I'm on a boat and all that. It wasn't about that to me. But it was about to me. Because look at the track listing. The, the evils, regrets. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going through it. Right. And then he shot his brother. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that was a couple of albums later, but you know what I mean? He's so, so, it. so when he says CVS, what, what did he mean with one eye open? He said, I sleep with one eye open like CBS. The CBS television, their uh, logo is one eye. Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> right. And, they, and he follows it up with, you see, I'm stressed, right? Can I live? You know what I'm saying? That's another title. Can I live? Can I live? I'm listening to this motherfucking album tonight. You got you. You got because it's different. You got to see from a different perspective. It's not about hustling and celebrating. That shit is the perils. It's the total opposite. What Holy did, right? What makes him brilliant, in my opinion, is that you know because people compare him to Big and whatever, and they're like, oh, he cold he dope as Big was around. I don't believe that at all. I actually, in the beginning, I was like, yeah, you might be right. But no, I don't believe that at all because I a whole was the antithesis of what Bad Boy was doing. Bad Boy was about partying, getting money, fucking vibes. You know what I'm saying? The baddest cars, the baddest chicks, the, the flies of cribs, all of that, right? And it actually changed culture. That's what makes Puffy so great. He actually changed the culture because up to that point, it was Nas, Wu-Tang, nigga, Chicks was walking around in, in cargo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With their hair wrapped up or twisted. I mean, they wasn't getting their hair twisted every week. I mean, maybe in Philly, because we all, chicks are always be doing that. But, you know, what Puffinum brought into was the ghetto fabulous of it at all. And it actually started with Josie. So he has hands all on that, and Mary J. Blige, and et cetera. He has hands all over that. The whole day was it was a more focus on, yeah, we get money, yeah, we rich, you know what I'm saying, but nigga, it is shit that goes with this shit, you know what I'm saying, it ain't just sweet, it's not just, you know what I mean, I chill, you know, I get this money and I go home and I'm gonna retire, you know what I'm saying, it's coming from a perspective of, nigga, I'm going through it, I gotta do this because I'm gonna get money, I'm not gonna be broke, but when I go home, I am regretting every single thing that I have to do and I'm scared to death. That's how I took it. That's just, that's how I would do the whole album. That's what I would listen to when I would drive. You know what I'm saying? It, because to me, it was like, yeah, we're getting this money and everything's good. We, 
mess with the finest of women, they smoke the finest of cigars, the base best cribs and cars and all that. But they get there's evils that go through this. My best man, if you listen to the uh to the to the him and bleak joint, you know what I'm saying? He putting bleak on it, but really He's like, man, I really don't want you. You know what I'm saying? I see what you're doing, so I'm going to help you because I don't want you to end up like how other boys be ending up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put you on. And he, how he tell me, like, when he's like, yeah, I want all the riches in the bit. No, 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 hold up. Slow down. You know what I'm saying? Remember? He's like, yo, no, no, no. Slow down. First you get the money, then you get the, You know what I'm saying? Like, he's really trying to school him so he won't go through the shit that every average young black man around that time was unfortunately was a right of passage to sell drugs to see if it was which you know something that you could do or not and make money from it and you know for me it always was a perspective of a young dude that's making money but is so conscious of what's going on around him that his shit is scary to him man he got regrets sort of like real life because you and i both been there let's just keep it a buck you and i both been there we understand yeah yeah <laughs> i mean life you know, what's the great thing about the life, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to, you know, I ain't speaking on, you know, getting that kind of money, you know what I'm saying? But you are, you get, it's two addicts involved. It's the person you're selling the deed to, and it's you. You know what I'm saying? Why do you think people get caught, right? They get, they, they, you know, they're like, I'm going to do this one last thing. Even myself, when I got myself in a situation, it was the very last thing I was doing. And... How I got caught and how I got put in that situation was purely greed. You know what I'm saying? Because I went against my principles. I never ever dealt with other people. You know, you don't come around, don't bring nobody new around. You know what I'm saying? When you're in the car, don't talk. You know what I'm saying? On some wire shit. You know what I mean? But, you know, I was chasing the money. So you become addicted to it. I was addicted to the life, not even the money. Because the money wasn't that good. It's the thrill. It's yeah, the thrill of this shit. It's the thrill. Think about it. I was riding around. We were talking about this before. I was riding around in school. It was crack. It was bugging. <laughs> he definitely was bugging. Was you know what I'm saying? It was bugging. But, you know, it got caught up. You get caught up, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you're 8 or 80. You get caught up when that, you know. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's deep, man. That album is deep. What we're talking about is deep. You know what I'm saying? And everything I'm supposed to is deep because, you know, as your father, man, it's not just my job to, you know, buy you toys when you're little, or, you know, play basketball, teach you how to ride a bike, you know what I'm saying? Nah, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to learn from my mistakes. You know what I'm saying? And that's the best gift that you can give to a child is to help them maneuver through life without getting caught up. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, I, I probably told you a lot of things I shouldn't have told you, you know what I mean? As far as somebody else is concerned, but shit, you mine. You know what I mean? You, you my child. You come to me, you look just like me. You know what I'm saying? So why wouldn't I tell you the things that I've done to help you? Because there's been times you've been stuck, and I know getting some deep was a phone call away from you. You know what I'm saying? You ain't do that. You know what I mean? Because you see me to go through my little shit and then go through seven years of probation at a later age. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's my guy. I love him. You know what I mean? But he's bugging. 
You know what I mean? And so you you got to go that out. But yeah, man, the drug game is, you know, getting, that life is addictive, man. And it's it's scary. You know, it's, it's very scary, man. You know, I think about some of the things that I was doing when I was on that tip, and um, the time that I did get the probation and not going to prison, man. Yeah, I just think niggas want shit for the wrong reasons. They want it because the next person, like, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm one of the people that believe if you work hard and if this is what you want, then get what you want type of shit. But people be wanting shit. A lot of people don't know how to who they are. They get lost in the sauce because they they their life is judged and based off of like everybody else or what they see on a timeline today. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you don't really feel that way, like. You know, I really don't give a fuck. You know, I never give a fuck what somebody had to say about me. Like, you know, I did my little shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, but I never, you know, I wasn't Pablo. I was, you know what I mean? I was just doing some shit because I needed to survive. And you know what I mean? And then I was around. And then and then you pick up bad habits from other people that you're around. You know what I mean? You And you, and you kind of. You just said it. Yeah. You just said it. Niggas don't know themselves, right? And mm -hmm. the fact that the way you grew up. Kind of, you know what I'm saying? Not that we, you know, you want to shelter from anything, but you grew up with a lot of love, right? And people telling you, hey, you're, you're, you're beautiful, you're a good person, you know? And, and just really reassuring your confidence, man. You knew who you were, you know what I'm saying? So most people that fall into that um, is either through their family or somebody is on a block that sees you and really had nobody and brings you into their world. You know what I'm saying? And see where you can you can sink or swim. You know, and so that's what what you just said with everything. Yeah, right. Motherfuckers don't know themselves. Yeah, absolutely. 